what's up guys welcome to the dinosaur machines game club podcast where you are the listener this is episode 83 i'm one of your hosts mark magro and joining me today two able astronauts who keep leaving their messages open on their laptops for everyone to see dave grimma what do we do now i just (laughs) you made me freeze (laughs) dick alona i'm 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 totally thrown off that's it message message over sam what do they always sign off with message ending sam thanks sam (laughs) sam thank you sam (laughs) but we're talking about secret astronauts and laptops because we played observation by no code published by Dave's favorite publisher, Devolver Digital. Devolver Dave Digital. Devolver Digital. That's right. That's right. But before we get there, let's check in with the old tootin' puddles, I like to say. I just read that book with my daughter. Tootin' puddles? Head. What's it about? Toot. It's about two pigs who Toot might be romantically involved, but I think they're just best friends. Okay. And they live in this place in the woods called Woodcock Pocket, and they just have adventures. It sounds adorable. It's pretty good. I enjoy it. Well, there's like one who likes to travel and there's one who likes to stay home. Is this the story of my wife and I? It's possible. It sounds very... I'm going to find out that Amory wrote this book. She's the toot. She's the toot and I am the puddles. You're the puddles. Uh, Well, let's talk to the other puddle. How are you, Dave? I'm okay. Um, I'm in a constant battle of like with my three-year-old right now with april it's, it's it's not that bad but it'll be like Are we entering we the, have, the parent corner we, yeah <laughs> parent yeah here's corner. the parent corner the, this is a typical uh transaction between the two of us right now wonderful like dad do you know where mom is no uh but i can help you find her and she's like just give me a clue i'm like i don't know where she is i can't give you a clue i'm not she thinks i'm like keeping her from her sometimes like meanwhile my wife, Jen, will just probably be in the bathroom, but I need to confirm that before I tell her she's in the bathroom. Because, heaven forbid, she gets to the bathroom where I told her she was, and she's not there, she'll just throw a fit. You know? This is like that show, This Is Us, but it's This Is Three. This, this is Three. This is our yeah. Lives. This is like kind of similar. She likes things the hard way. She, she right. was this way about Give- the water. Give me a clue. <laughs> the water. Remember the water thing? She was like, the no, water. I want to reach it. I will reach this water. It's out of reach. Mm, you like, know what the uh, water Don't give me yeah. the answer. I'll find her myself. Just give me a hint. <laughs> but doesn't that just make you love her more? Oh, yeah, of course. This is oh, all yeah. part of the personality that is April. But right now, it's difficult. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty challenging. Nell refuses to go to bed before 9 o'clock. She screams for an hour. And I'm just like, oh, I love you. She's like, so much. <laughs> Why would, when I was just putting April down to bed, she's just insisting how not tired she was. I'm like, yeah. that just, that's irrelevant. You still have to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, that's something. <laughs> you, actively, you actively do that. Now. I can't imagine a time in my life where people were just telling me, like, you need to go to bed. And I was I do all right. That's cool. Annie we'll usually, that. at this point, I believe her when she's like, you're tired. And I'm like, you know what? That is accurate information. I should have said that to you guys when you were playing The Quiet Man at 2 a.m. You know what? We knew we were tired, but we <laughs> we knew we needed to find out everything about The Quiet Maybe Man. Maybe that's why you guys liked it so much. You were so, like, Delirious. drunk, exhausted. I won't lie. The ending, well, that was probably part of it. Like I told you last time, Dave and I had a whole hour where we agreed that we should go to bed and didn't do it. But didn't do it. that ending, that ending, the way they like, they give you a little bit of the woman's voice. And then it's like, oh, oh, and then they, then then it began. That's this is when becoming the like the began. Emma Stone of the this last 25 group where Emma Stone was our patron saint of greatness in first 25. Now it's the quiet man. Yeah, totally. absolutely. 
Emma Stone <laughs> was a, a character on the podcast? No, remember it was uh, the Iblis Stone, but we oh. the Emma Stone. Yeah, oh. that's that's deep dinosaur machines lore Stories for long-time listeners. <laughs> yes, that game. Episode six, I believe. So, uh, yeah, that's an early one for sure. That's an early one. But what's a late one is Dan Colonna. Oh, How are you, Dan? Oh I've been through so many emotions since we last recorded. Um, oh, yeah, you did the Sekiro thing. I beat Sekiro. Why is it, is it Sekiro or Sekiro? I thought it was Sekiro. So, I like to think it's tomato, tomato. Well, it, it's, I beat it. I beat the game. You did beat it. And I, I watched it. that clip f- like 50 times. It's it's honestly so one of my... So, like 13 hours total, Mark, I think, is the, the count that Ishin the Sword Saint racked uh, up. Just me. just that one boss fight. Yeah, wow. over the course of on three streams and not on a stream one night. See that it boggles me because like the second owl fight in Harada State that was like ten hours for me, wow. and I it didn't take me that long to beat the Sword Saint, which well, is interesting. Like, I've been I, watching I <laughs> for some reason. I've been watching videos of people's strategies because I now feel like I can do it a million times over now that I've done mm. it once, as is the it's the of. Uh, a farce now but, it's, now it's muscle memory right oh yeah all of it yeah, but other people imagine. are starting to uh, apparently the strategy of running and hitting is is very valid and also a, a thing that people do i tried it i couldn't i couldn't get it to that's work. what you were telling me to do you were like run around hit him run around hit him for that last fight oh but like yeah yeah so that's but like also there comes valid. a point where you just gotta like go down but i i gotta say like i gave you all the credit because you had Thanks, the bells man. on and i'm like why are you keeping the bells on? Take the bells off. As soon as they hard, told me, was, like, no. I can't play the game at a dis- not a Dark Souls like. I can't play that game at a different difficulty than the hardest because I'm not gonna go back. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. Not doing it. I don't think I got a trophy for beating the last every boss with a bell on though. Is it a thing? Uh, what do you mean? Is the thing? I mean I can't. I know if there was a trophy for doing everything with the bells on. Yeah. No. If there was, I would have did it. What the hell? That's why I, I was confused. Like, why do this to yourself? When you get to the second playthrough, there's a there's a way you, you got can you do won it, a like... trophy in my heart, Dan. Thanks, man. You did. You, you in know my what? Heart too. I was really impressed. At this point, I could say you're better at Sekiro than Mark. Whoa! <laughs> Prove <laughs> him wrong. Is. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> uh, Mark has I have, the platinum. I have coming. the well. I don't have the platinum. You have yet, the but you I have, have the platinum. If, if I had to, to play through basically to the end of playthrough two, which is harder than playthrough one. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Is that so? is it though? I mean, it's just there. It's less uh, forgiving. The boss is I just. Hit you I, just I just wanted to tweak yeah. you a little bit. That's he was looking. He was looking for the reaction. He kind of got it. I'm pretty secure in my dark, my from soft. You're pretty secure in your Sekiro. I'm pretty secure in my Sekiro. Yeah, if yeah, one yeah. might say, it's a gentleman's agreement that. that yeah, gentleman's agreement, but. So besides that, I also <laughs> accidentally subscribed to World of Warcraft. Accidentally, <laughs> it was I slipped like fifteen times, and it just happened to be on my credit card on Blizzard.net and whatever. And then you installed it, and then you started playing it. Um, that was when I sneezed. I sneezed really hard, and I downloaded mm. BattleNet, and then it downloaded. So World. what are you rolling? I'm playing a uh, dwarf hunter. And mm. also an undead warlock, and I can say without a doubt that this game is so much more fun with vanilla the pets. Wow. It, mm. Well, I have my biggest problem with World of Warcraft and basically any MMO that isn't Destiny is that I always fall behind, mm. and then I can't play with the people who I set out to play with. Andrew is currently like level forty. I'm level 10, 10? 15. Uh, yeah, like. Yeah. 
Yeah, and it's going to slow down for me. But this is what so, ha- this is part of the experience for me. I go. <laughs> isn't this still weird? We're talking about World of Warcraft Dude, in 2019. We're talking about World of Warcraft. <laughs> World of Warcraft dethroned Fortnite from Twitch like royalty and now Minecraft sure is it's relevant again and it might not I mean, be like mm, uh, people are annoyed at Fortnite right now because there's this thing called the mech and it makes the game kind of unplayable as soon as someone gets oh, it. Oh, I think I read because they wanted more people to be able to win or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that, that's, that's, that's working against it. I'm just saying. It is working against that. But I've done a lot of talking about really deep dive video games. You know who's a deep Did dive you? video game is Mark. I love what, deep dive. What is, tell me about yours. Tell us about uh, your deep dive video game. Lore. Two updates. One, hashtag road to 10,000. We are at 9,995. We've passed. This, this we're, we're over the threshold. We are Well, I need three more trophies, and then I pop the last trophy in Sekiro, and then I get the platinum. So three trophies, I essentially. Can't. I can't believe we're it's here. All, yeah, we're like, here. We just we don't even have to pull over for gas. <laughs> Secretly, I'm actually a little worried. Like I what? might work myself into a situation where you know how sometimes you get like a double, you like might a double get, trophy. Like, you're worried you're gonna get like a double trophy in control. Yeah, like I beat a boss, and it's the last boss that I didn't realize, and then so it's like you beat chapter, you beat the boss, you beat the game. No, that I wasn't ready. <laughs> so why so don't I- you stop? And do, like, a controlled scenario. Of, that uh, is what I am doing. So okay. I'm looking at trophies I know should singular pop. And I'm going to do it. That way I was t- contemplating, like, oh getting God. a game and just starting again, like, the first trophy. And I'm like, okay. This is done. the epitome of your trophy getting career right now. I just come so close. No, but I can't like, mess it up now. This is the apex of you <laughs> living against trophy. You're literally living trophy to trophy right now. You're like, uh, uh. I just, every time one pops, what number is that again? I'm going to be here. I'm going to be here. Uh, but one game that got me closer to that, uh, Vampire by Jotnod. Um, it was interesting playing it like right after Rage because it's like the inverse, but it ends up in the same exact place. What, what, what it's a mean? real serene game. There's no rage whatsoever. Very happy. No, it's it's <laughs> like, um, you know, Donut made uh, Life is Strange, uh, Remember Me, underrated PS3 game. Um, and it's just this action adventure rpg in like this semi kind of small open world where you're this doctor guy and you get turned into a vampire and then you're like trying to figure out who who turned me and this you're in london and there's like this epidemic breaking out so there's not a lot of people around there's all these monsters and you're like there's it's one of those like heavy choices matter games Mm -hmm. um so and it had this really interesting mechanic where there's only like like a hundred characters in the game but they're all really fleshed out they all have backstories and as you talk to them you can like things are like locked off in your conversation but if you talk to other people you might get info on them and then that opens up new dialogue paths for them and there's as as like you you to like upgrade and like level up and stuff you have to go to bed so like time is passing and as time is passing like people will get sick and you're a doctor so you have to like help them and but do they look tasty and you want to that's that's what's interesting so like if you keep people healthy and you get like to the bottom of their storylines and like you get more xp if you feed on them oh so, so the game the kind does of, reward you for being a vampire essentially yeah so that's like the dynamic they set up it's like if you want to be the quote-unquote good guy you're going to be under leveled oh. it's because 
besides that, like you get experience for beating missions and like defeating bosses, but like the normal enemies that are around, you really don't get anything from them. Mm. So I was going, I was thinking I was going to platinum it. And it, the story is really interesting. The characters are really fleshed out. It's got a great like tone and setting, which is like the opposite of rage. But then rage was really <laughs> fun to play. The combat in Vampire is terrible. Oh. It's so clunky. And it, it, I mean, it's not terrible. I mean, it's an exaggeration. Yeah, but it did, definitely but didn't leave you feeling good. It doesn't sound like it did not leave you feel good. And there was a lot of times, especially because like I was trying to play as a good guy, so I was like under leveled. And so, like Dan, like how many times did it take you to beat Swords Hit? Like a hundred eleven. How like? many times did it take me to kill the boss of Sekiro? Yeah, over two hundred. Like how many of those were like not your fault? Oh, over two hundred. Like. I would say all of those were not my fault. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry. Other way around. Like, maybe four. Other way around. Yeah. Maybe four it's were, like, like, ridiculous hitbox things that didn't make sense to me. But, like, most of the time, it's like, I did oh, that wrong. Oh, 100%. Yeah. This game is the opposite. Oh. Where it's like, I don't know what happened. I don't know what's wrong. I just died. <laughs> and because it, it is partly because I'm so underleveled, but it's... I don't know, because, like, I have a lot of HP. Because I don't know like, if, like, with Billy levels... Billie Eilish, like you're the, the good guy? Can you compare it to in, in in The Quiet Man, Masterpiece by Square Enix, that that hitbox thing w- where it's like the animation? No, I, I, would, I wouldn't say it's that oh, okay. bad. All right. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot of things. ground zero for that, you have to admit. But there's a lot of things like that. It's like, I don't understand why that did as much damage for me because there was especially like the boss fights were really difficult. Okay. And it's like, okay, that attack did that much damage the first time I did it. Next time, did a lot more. Mm-hmm. And there's like this acid thing that gets on you that like whittles down your health to like... You could have three fourths health and it's gonna be gone it, unless you're is healing. It water? I don't know what you're it a is. Vampire. Like it just it's water. And everything was so it was just so it was just clunky. It didn't mm. feel good. Like especially like if there's multiple enemies like trying to switch back and forth between them. Mm. And then there was a lot of other little things that just like quality of life things. Like um the it, it is kind of like this semi open world. It's pretty big. There's no fast travel anyway. So if you know you got to go from one place to the other, like especially when I was looking for collectibles, it was infuriating. And especially as you're running into enemies and you get no XP for them at all. It's like pointless. They're just in your way. Uh, yeah. Um, that like they have like potions and stuff, and they're not like super common, but like you need to craft them. But when you die, like if you're in a fight and you use a potion, and you die you when you reload the potion's gone mm. so like when you're trying to grind against a boss they're trying to figure it out it literally got to the point where it was quicker for me to save my game put the save in the cloud oh my god play the game die exit the game nope. upload my save there and then reload the game nope. it was quicker than I, dying, I would running stop to playing. a and then that's what i ended up that doing like really I, I didn't even beat the story i just I actually, like, I beat... There were two bosses that gave me a lot of trouble. I beat them. I was up to the final boss. And I had this little duel the collectibles if I was going to get the platinum. And I was just, like, running around the map. And I was like, I'm not I'm not having fun anymore. Mm. I'm done. And the little the little Dave voice in, my, in the back of my head is like, don't play if you're not Did having you beat fun. it? And I was like, no, I didn't oh, beat it. Just walked away. Walked away from wow. it. And I felt good Big about time. it. Big time. Big time. But what I did not walk away from, observation. I don't know how. Boom. Let's get going. <laughs> let's, let's, let's let's do it, baby. I'm prepared. I have what, immediately. What, this what is was that? Be a, what was that text that we got from Dan today? Oh, death uh, about death it's, the game's pacing. Spoiler oh. alert. <laughs> pacing is genitalia. Can I, I, I think it's grosser to say what you said. 
Yeah, I think that's worse is than it? balls. Yeah, is it? I think saying the word genitalia is just more. Ugh. Now, now I, we, now it, now who knows what part we're talking about? Yeah, your well, mind can wander. Yeah, <laughs> let's move right along. Let's, let's move just, right along. Dan, what is observation? Is a sci-fi thriller uncovering what happened to Doctor Emma Fisher and the crew of her mission through the lens of the station's artificial intelligence, Sam. Capital S. S. Capital Sam. Players Systems assume the role of architecture Sam. Means yeah, robot something. by operating the nation's <laughs> control system. The nation's the station's control systems, cameras, and tools to assist Emma in discovering <laughs> what is happening to the station and Vanish crew and Sam himself. Um, <laughs> this game is an epic game. Game. Uh, so the tags aren't really a thing right now. Epic games. Wh- what's up with that? Uh, you know, oh, it's we- not you know what's weird? No, weirdly. Enough. Oh, wait. Ah. we'll get to it. We'll get to it when we talk about the game. I'm not gonna jump ahead. Yeah. Keep going. Um, <laughs> he stopped himself. I'm gonna popularly use you to find tags out of the mm. top off the top of my head. We got Ooh, boy. adventure, space, uh, exploration, puzzle solving, and two other tags that are totally here. Romance. Um, yes. Go. Black tentacle goo. I'm gonna. You both once again, batting a thousand. Uh, it's yes. uh, tentacle goo. It's definitely. It's right there. It's not right. indie. No, nope, it's not. It's, it's not indie. Indie. Indie's devolver has evolved. Devolver has devolved into Evolve. Yeah, they've devolved into. into Remember Evolve? We played Evolve oh, for like 14 minutes. That game. That game. Was okay. Honestly, ahead of its time. Yeah, it was alright. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was ahead of its time. I think the problem with Evolve was there wasn't enough, like, monster variety out of the box. Mm. Let's talk about it. You you could have all the microtransactions for the... Yeah, uh, I don't want to pay extra. (laughs) I want loot box reward to earn the other monsters. You you know what game is better than Evolve? Monster Hunter World. You know what game is better than Monster Hunter World? Observation. Dave, what's this game? So... Observation is a game where you're this this the ships you are on a space station yep. and you are the AI operating system in charge of maintenance on that space station. Some things happen and you have to get to the bottom of it and your memory was wiped and you are apparently responsible for bringing the whole space station to Saturn. Why? You'll find out as you play through Observation. Wow. I like it. it. He's right. He's right. You will you will discover why eventually. The game's all about why? like discovery and exploration and and some weird relationships between you and what's her name again? Emma. Emma, Emma. Dr. Emma Fisher. One one four zero four one two. Um, well, I think the bulk of this conversation is going to be about the story and mm. the events and spoilers for Observation. Yeah, we're going to spoil we Observation. Obs- you, you better not observe these spoilers if you want to play Observation. No, do observe. Oh. No. Observe <laughs> the spoiler observe alert. the warning. <laughs> <laughs> um, but real oh, yeah, quick before awesome. then, let us talk about, because I think Dan, uh, from his text messages, I, was... Look. A little off. Well, let's talk about the puzzles and the pacing of said puzzles. Okay. Dan, you have the floor. Okay. So uh, each puzzle, I think, I'm pretty sure, plays out very, very similarly. You need to... False, s- but can't continue. Sol- <laughs> similarly. You need to solve puzzles by finding schematics for things that you then have to do a little mini game with. And, well, that's sure. currently my sure. issue. That's a lot of the puzzles. You have... Very, you have to pretty much fix the station as you go along. You're helping Emma through the station. She gives you orders and 
I think you can actually deny some of her orders. That's a different topic. Question. No, okay, keep going. Keep going. Dan. So basically, <laughs> you wind up needing to do a lot of exploration around each room from the camera of that room. You can change your cameras, and all the, a lot of the time you're just scanning computers, scanning documents on the wall, mm-hmm. and saving them to Sam's database. And, lear- and learning about the crew and what's going on. True. In the that process. Is, you're learning about what happened. You're finding recordings of their personal conversations, their professional conversations, and everything. Granted, they're having those conversations through you, the operating system. Right. But you, he forgot. Sam's memory was all yeah. wiped. So mm-hmm. that's the story reason behind having to find them again. Um, but yeah, you, I, I think just like at a core gameplay level, moving the camera just felt bad. And that made mm. finding things in a room really tedious to me. <laughs> And that was mm. a big pain point for me coming up to where I'm at in the game now, which, uh, what did you say? It was chapter two of six. Yeah. So you're like a third of the way okay. through maybe being generous. I, I guess. I mean, <laughs> did you do a spacewalk? Yet? I did the spacewalk. I did okay, the spacewalk. The I'm up to the part where you have to fix the coolant system. Okay. Well, did you see of the puzzles you did though? Do you think they were interesting? Uh, Feel they, accomplished? they were cool uh they were definitely like it was fun to open doors with a schematic it was a really annoying and tedious thing to do the space walk because it's just it's impossible to see the labels of the space station from the outside it could they could have made mm. it a little easier to read yeah, yeah i'm not i mean that's a really minute i complaint. spent like an hour on that space walk the first time just yeah. be like well, where am i supposed to go Basically. Well, yeah. So, Dave, <laughs> pick it up from there. Like, did you share D- Dan's experience where you felt like there's not enough clear things understood, or like, where are these? I problems? mean, you can always ask Emma. Like, what am I supposed to be doing? Yeah, she and tells like, you what your current objective is whenever you want. Yeah. And so it, that's mm-hmm. that's useful. Yeah. I mean, it it was kind of a bummer that I was I was in like the last twenty minutes of the game or so, and I realized that. Well, that you could set a waypoint and like it'll show up through the walls. Oh, really? Like, oh, I figured yeah, that, I was I like, that pretty early. I was like, oh man. <laughs> I, I have a confession to make. What's that? When you sent that text that explained that, I was like, oh, Dave, I did the same exact thing. Oh, I, 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 that's ironic because I picked up on that pretty quick. And I remember yeah. thinking, oh, good. I can. You know what it is? Because towards, towards the very end of the game, mm. the, the, the areas get really dark. I know. Yeah, really big. And, and you lose really kind of your ability to see yeah. the station as a whole. Okay, so so the, the yeah. waypoint becomes very necessary. I don't know if so during the game you evolve past. Well, in the beginning of the game you evolve past the cameras and you get the sphere. Mm-hmm. Is it? Does this bother anyone else that you're like single threaded? Yeah. As an AI. Yes. Like, how come I can't? operate both the sphere and the cameras at the same time why why am i like a a human well, who can only do one that, thing at a time i'm a, and that's a, <laughs> come on now <laughs> he, he wanted to be also sorry if that broke the immersion what, for you what about the immersion of having to pair with everything why do i have to hold x and then press three random buttons in order to pair with this for no apparent reason well, so did, is that kind of the general feeling as you were encountering all these puzzles? You're like, this isn't really gameplay, fun or yeah. It was. It definitely felt like you were going through a process when you were doing certain things. This, I get what they were going for. They were trying to build it's, this like you were pushing it's buttons. It's very like Detroit. 
Where, mm. like, sometimes, like, this would be easier to do in real life than it is with a controller. Interesting. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like if I was an AI and I needed to read this and then do that, it would be easier yeah. than what you're asking me to right. do. Well, like, and I think that is the kind of the flip thing as the yeah. point of view is as the AI. Like, yes, if you were an actual AI, the, all these things would have been very easy and very instantaneous. But as the player, obviously, that it's not. And I think for me, as I was playing through it, I actually enjoyed all the puzzles, but mm. I definitely hit several times where it's like, I don't know where this is or where I'm supposed to be. The spacewalk was a big thing. Like I flew around that space station for a little while trying to find out where the heck am I supposed to go? Um, there's a later section on where you lose contact with Emma and you lose your ability to kind of look at the whole station oh, yeah. and you are in the little camera. I got turned around so many times because the environment is pretty yeah. closed and in terms of what's up and what's down, you're turning around constantly. I must have been in that one section for like an hour. I spent, really should have lasted spent, like 10 like, minutes. I definitely spent way too long, like before I realized to turn, turn on the waypoint thing, like just like hitting the wall in the dark. Like I can't turn around. I don't know yeah. which way I'm supposed to yeah. be going. And, and that's a shame because the story is extremely compelling. And well, I think because, but before we kind of get to the story, I think while I was frustrated, I did appreciate it because it did not hold your hand through anything. Like specifically, mm. I remember there's one like time that. where it's just like, Sam, enter this number four one seven eight two seven six. Oh, that was ridiculous. And I'm like, well, you just said that. Yeah, she said <laughs> to do that. That was that was interesting. <laughs> like that was the moment that I was like, oh, they're just they're just asking you to go that. And I think that added to the whole aspect of it's just. And yes, I totally understand, Dave, and I, I agree. It's like if I was an actual AI, I would be able just to do this. But I I felt. I hate to keep using the word immersion, but like I felt so immersed as the point of view as the AI, like I'm going through here, I'm following what Emma mm -hmm. wants me to do. Mm -hmm. And although it kind of feels almost tedious, mm -hmm. but like, that's my job. Mm -hmm. And like, and, and we'll talk a little bit about the point of view is, you know, this kind of is a role reversal. They bring up 2001 of space odyssey and how like now you're that perspective, but I don't know. Like, I guess, I felt more in line of like when we think of like silent protagonists in the game because mm. like you don't feel like an AI, you feel like yourself. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you you can't. Your ability to really interact is limited. I mean, did you think the point of view was Dan? I'll start with you. Like, interesting that it actually added, or was it didn't really move the needle? I I definitely it told the story the right way because you you're the whole, you're Sam. And you know something happened that brought you both to Saturn. And during the title card, he says it was me. And he doesn't know why. So mm -hmm. being the source of possibly the game's problem um, was really intriguing. And also yeah. being an AI, which which kind of alluded to something controlling Sam from the outside, also intriguing. And it made me feel oddly responsible for everything Emma was going through. Also adding to the weirdness that I'm helping her fix it, or maybe I'm actually working against her the whole time. That was a really cool position to be in. And you're, you're an Absolutely. AI, so you really aren't in any position. You're just being controlled. So it's it was compelling. It was cool. Mm. Do you agree with that, Dave? Absolutely. 100%. I was just like, I was like, what is my role in this? Which side am I really on? And like, and as the player versus the actual Sam, like, am I even doing what I ought to be you know right yeah i mean obviously you're just gonna I think like fo follow the orders that were given to you but like what option do you have to rebel against it if you wanted to right and it plays in 
it, obviously, it's, you know, it gave me big Bioshock vibes at the Spobosh. But, I mean, honestly, if you don't know the, the big thing for Bioshock, where it does play that idea of, you know, you are playing a game. That, that meta idea, it's like, well, it is objective-based, so you have to do this, this, and this. And when you do have those feelings of, okay, should I be doing this? But I need to do them to progress the game. Right. And while not the same is kind of like what Bioshock did, like the idea of being an AI and like that is your command. That is what you're supposed to be doing. I, so like I agree. Like I, I really thought the point of view was refreshing because like I think if you were just another astronaut on the station and try being tasked with what happened to the station, why are we here? I think mm, like Oberdin. Yeah, like, well, Oberdin had its own uniqueness to yeah. it. Yeah. But, okay. like, for um, this, I think, mm, I just think it was an interesting like entry point like to a, a type of, like, mist. Like, Portal. Yeah, that's fine. This, this is Portal flipped. You're an unassuming AI following orders instead of being well, an unassuming human being no, following well, orders. With, as Chell, at least with Portal 2. Well, no, with Portal 1 2. It's for, like, you do have this thing, it's like a... With those moments where it's like I need to disobey because I'm being told to do this. Well, that was the like that was the, the twist in the game when you find when she I mean portal spoilers you know in the first spoilers one spoilers for portal she sets you so she's good. like just stand on the treadmill and it's gonna take you to your goal and it's a big fiery pit and you could do that what? and just die or you could yeah. jump off and that I feel like that point was somewhere in the game except you're the AI plotting against Emma. Um, maybe i don't know mm. like i'm not sure but, but i think this is an interest it's an interesting kind of gaming centric thing which we'll talk a lot more when we talk about the stanley parable when it finally releases a console and we oh, do it for the God. podcast spoilers anyway oh, um are you, are, you gonna re- are you gonna make us play stanley parable again i'm absolutely because we need to get into why you guys don't like that game but that's the future it makes us feel uncomfortable well, mean well mean. we're gonna get we're gonna we're gonna lay down on the couch or we're gonna talk about how feel you it's got mean anyway let's get into now the story of this game because I think it's, I mean, I think it's pretty straightforward, but I think the way it kind of involves itself, it's really compelling and interesting story. So Dan, you got up to, you, you saw that you were were what's happening. I see what I'm supposed to think is happening. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I I got to the part where, oh my God, you you drove to Saturn and somehow it's not like 20 years later. Saturn's not close. And um, it's not close. Um, well, that's what's interesting because it's it's futuristic, but it's not like future futuristic. Yeah, so, so it like felt very grounded, but still like advanced. Yeah, which I like. And mm. it was you know it's the future, but the I got as far as that, and then the black uh, Pentagon hexagon six. I think it's five. I don't. It's six? a hexagon. It's a hexagon, six. and it's it's like this black, and she sees it, so it's not like Sam is malfunctioning. And showing you weird stuff because he's malfunctioning. She sees it too. She acknowledges it. This big blob. And there's also this black goo stuff that she does not recognize as stuff that she's seen in the station. And people are covered. So something's happening. It might be alien. You don't know yet. Hmm. Well, we're going to uh, Yeah, let's hear it. We'll tell you what So after you... I mean, like, a lot of the story really just kind of transpires. And I'm actually looking up... It is a hexagon. It's a hexagon. Yeah, no, it's hexagon. definitely six sides. And that's, well, reason. that's five sides. Well, I had a theory, but that now destroys me. Did <laughs> you think it was involved with the, pent- with the Pentagon? Well, let, so let's get into... So, you know, the whole... 
you know, there is, Dan, and we're always texting you in a crippling way, like, as the AI, Sam, you get the implication of your involvement in this, but you get, you see this message bring her. And yeah. you're not really sure exactly who's telling you that, who they're to, like, obviously. I, I assume it's that assume organic it's material telling you that. The yeah, organic material like, from the hexagon. And and what we be in the hexagon is that there are several times during the story where suddenly this shape appears to you, mm-hmm. and you have to kind of go back and forth in a yeah. uh, and assignment close says, encounters, close type encounters, of, yeah, basically yeah, communication. Boop, 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 boop. Which figures did you kind of start figuring out like what all those things meant? Sorry. Um, no, I didn't figure out what they meant, but I did recognize that one of the symbols was in the AI associated with the crew. Yes. Like, like the, and, like the and, pyramid with like the, you know, the I, I noticed that they were, the, those, those images were scattered through the, the AI. Yeah. The and what's actually cool. Like if you actually look now, knowing where the story goes, if you actually go back, cause that's what it, I went back and watched them. It actually makes sense. Those are the commands you're basically being given. It's like protect, bring Emma to Saturn, protect Emma from Jim. Uh, it's, it's basically all just the commands and the things that you're basically end up doing. That's where you're kind of getting the commands from with those moments. Mm. And so you're kind of doing that. And then the story kind of takes a turn. You, you find yeah. yourself at Saturn. Emma doesn't know where the crew you go, is. You get this. Yeah. And Josh calls you from a nearby place and it's another sta- space station that looks exactly like your space station. Right. So now suddenly it seems like there are multiple parallel universes or timelines and they are converging, all converging at those one spot. This... Yeah. Whoa. So yeah. So now as, as with Emma, you then end up going to a different station. That is your station. Yeah. Um, but well, it's like well, in better shape probably or. Well, that's not really. Interesting. Okay. It's a little bit. It's not in good shape, but it's worse. It's okay. screwy. It's the, it's not the same events transpiring. Like you'll, you'll overhear a message sounds almost identical to a message that you heard on your station, except that you can hear that Jim is a little bit less friendly in it. Okay. Yeah. And like in your station, Jim is dead, but in that one, he's alive. And another one, Josh got sent out and another one, he's crazy. Yeah. Mm. And it's just like, it seems like just, you know, when you think about just the way events can transpire, it just really seems like it's just, you know, slightly different, but hugely different outcomes because of the slight differences. Yeah. Mm. And there is a moment. So like when you get to that second station, there's a moment later where things seem literally dire and you just start seeing all these different space stations pop up in this one spot. Yeah. Um, so depend the hexagon Mm -hmm. (laughs) thing I want to bring up. It's so like eventually, you know, uh, you have to end up as the AI. You kill Jim because he tries killing Emma. Oh. And you find out the whole purpose of this mission was to bring Emma to yes. this spot. The whole purpose of the obs- the observation space station was, the- its whole mission was to bring Emma to this place at this time. And then and we'll find out what of- happens. Yeah, and I want to talk about, like, because when you start thinking about what this hexagon is... So this mm. is a force that exists in... I mean, that's what's so weird. It's like, so Saturn isn't solid. Mm. So no, it's a ga- we'll get to it's the gaseous, end. right? It's a gaseous planet. Yeah. But there is... You end up entering Saturn, but you end up finding yourself placed in a solid. So it, it can't be that. So it's almost like this was a portal to somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it has this ability to kind of communicate with you the black goose stuff but then when you think about like how but emma says she's changed too after that yeah there's that moment like there's like when she gets back on the stage because she she kind of her helmet you when you're traveling back from the station prime where everything's a little off kilter and jim's evil um and you're going back to your space station because he's trying to communicate back with Houston. He's like, come get me. I did what you asked me to do. You know, that was, this was right. The deal. And they're like, uh, standby, Jim. We're uh, figuring this out here right now. <laughs> but weird. But like her helmet gets cracked open. So it's like, she's, she should be dead by the time that so, like, but there's no other Emma's like, there's no duplicate. There's, no, there's, there's, another, tons, there's, there's tons of different Emma's. Some of them are, See, one of them you find dead in, in, in the ship okay. in the other ship. Right. Wow. And see, that's interesting. You bring up the whole crack thing, Dave, because then it almost makes me wonder because the ending sequence, you, you end up killing Jim uh, with Emma. You scuttle the ship and you enter the Saturn where mm. it asks you to enter. And finally, you find yourself somehow slow. Well, I think she's carrying Sam at one at the beginning. Yeah, she's but then like, she um, interacts yeah, with the hexagon. Yeah. And you see all these different bodies and you see all these different hexagons and it really feels like this is the 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 convergent point of all mm. these these events and finally it's going to happen and then in the ending spoilers you find yourself as sam merged with emma yeah and she's back on earth yes like you guys are like and, uh what what's her face Cortana like the, that, and the like, like, like the i was gonna say the the green ending of mass effect 3 where nice. ai <laughs> and person are in one right so she's merged and she's on Earth and she she puts her hand on and the black goose kind of spreads and then yeah. you see the message bring them like ego and Guardians of the Galaxy too. Whoa! <laughs> I like spoilers for Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah, look out! I have not seen but Marvel like, Universe spoilers. Spoilers. Whoa! But so like, so I want to talk about I think is the the interesting thing I think is about the thoughts about what this thing is because you never see oh, the, besides the tentacles the alien the hexagon, hexagon i have no idea well but, but apparently it it's able to like... and then you have to question like when is that the thing that's controlling even like combined emma and sam hmm. you know like, like is, it is the thing are, are they even themselves anymore they said they're changed yeah because there's no going emma, back she seems like, especially towards the end, it's just like, you could, like, I don't know, like, you could almost blame it on the tension of the situation, that it's kind of worn her down. But there is mm. a vibe that she does say that, like, I feel changed. Like, mm. it's already kind of infiltrated her. Yeah. And, but the one thing that I keep thinking back to is because when you think about why this mission was launched, from the, the I forget what the screen is, but the way they figured it out was they saw in a star pattern it was a DNA sequence and yeah. it was a DNA sequence for her. For Emma. So whatever this thing is, has been like calling almost, the shots the whole time. Like, it's almost like I, I, God is the most, I think almost appropriate so term that it could shape crazy. the stars and, you know, transport all these timelines into one. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just something so, and that's what I think is so interesting about it. It's something, seems something so beyond. Mm. It's like, um, like Lovecraftian. It's like, you can't even describe it. So how could we demonstrate right. this? It's this hexagon shape. It's just this thing. It's so weird. It's like in Super Mario RPG when he's like, 
<laughs> when Gino's like, um, you can just call me Gino. That's what the little boy calls his toy. He's like, my, my real name you wouldn't be able to pronounce with your mortal tongues. He's like, <laughs> you see that that's like there's that interesting thing. It's like you know whenever we think about aliens and like other things like that, we always have to put it through a lens of like human understanding, like organic mm. yeah. materials. When really if the, really the, the this you know there's no limits like mm. we can't even fathom what that is and that's one of the things that's like i thought was so supremely great about this game was like it, it's a game that feels like for me like the sum of the parts is so much greater than what the game actually is like it's a puzzle game mm. that's kind of hard to follow yeah, and then and the ending is so open and it's like you're not it's, it's okay cuz you're not supposed to understand it is it open though? I think it's. Is it? Because you don't know the motivation of yeah. the thing. It also sounds like you don't know if that's Emma or and Emma slash Sam or the black hexagon or all three. Well, I think it, I think it it has used her to somehow infiltrate Earth, which sounds horrible. Like, yeah, but I mean, what's its motivation? What is it going to do now that it's there? Maybe right. it's just I mean, trying to feel the trees. You see that stuff go and wrap around the trees, but maybe it just wants to know what trees feel like. It's never had that opportunity before. You know, that's fair, but I think we can't dismiss. You're very trusting the... of black gooey tentacles, dude. Well, see, that's the thing. Exactly, <laughs> it's like the imagery that's given to it does not seem any way. I mean, it could be like, worse. It could have just been everything. Everything could have been on fire. The like well, also, this conversation like the is thing... the point of the ending, though. Like the, it is so open. It sounds to me. See, I don't know though. Like I think this is this is a force. What I don't is your necessarily... what is your defined ending, Mark? Yeah, go. Then I think whatever this this entity is, its purpose is devouring. Like when I because I think about what happened with Jim, the Jim on your station. Yeah, like he is pretty. You eventually find his body, and he, it is covered in that black goo, which was actually one little thing that kind of annoyed he wasn't me. It's covered like, in no one goo. really. No, he was the, the the mask was covered. The in. whole when you find no, his body on you yeah, find yeah. his you find his face. You see his face. You can see his face. No, wait, Jim. Wait, Jim, Jim, the, the captain. The captain. The first time. You can see his face. Can you? The first yes, corpse? No, not the first corpse. The first corpse isn't the captain. When you find the captain, you can see his face. Because when you when you talk to Houston and you show them it, they're able to identify him because they can see his face. Oh, no, no, yeah, you're right. Because he was sitting there in the thing. There is a station where you find, maybe it's not Jim, it, a body The first that's one got you the find, goop. I think. It's like yeah. one of the girls. The first one you find it's, it's, is... It's not Jim. So that's what it is. It's it one might of the be girls. the other J name. J- well, and when you think about when you're... Staz? I think it was it's not, not Josh. Josh is uh, off in space. Staz Maybe. might be covered in goo. Staz. <laughs> well, well, whoever the man in... Whoever the person in goop is, he's in goop. Right. And when you think about when you kill Jim, how do you kill Jim is when he is in the reactor and the tentacles kind of... Oh, no, you decompress the thing. I don't think there's any way you can see the tentacles as anything but I will say they malevolent, are a destructive. You know? Yeah, but that's force. they're destructive and they're but that's because that's what they want to be at that time because it has a singular goal of getting Emma. Interesting, right? right? So it was like it has. I don't know. I, I I don't think you can watch that ending with anything feeling of. When does it say bring them? At the, that's the very last. Thing. Oh well. Hmm. Okay. Like now I, I want now I want everyone. Bring me everyone. <laughs> yeah, give me everyone here just in case. I couldn't remember. Yeah, look at it. Like, it like just the tone of it. I, it. There's nothing about it that ever struck me as like this is a good thing. 
Like, I think, like, the, my initial reaction when that happened was like, oh, God, what did I do? Hmm. Like, but at the same but time, it's like, what, what could, could you I do? do? What could you have, have done differently? Well, there is yeah, the beginning the- of the game where you have the ability to reject Emma's uh, voice. Yeah, but you eventually have to accept it. I, yeah, I don't know. I've never... I forgot about there. that. I don't know. I don't know. See, and I actually wonder, uh, there's... I, I did that with Jim. Yeah. When he does he that. And he sh- he just overrides it. Like, I, but I think that actually, I'm glad you brought that up, Dan, because I forgot about that. I like, it's a, like I thought it was cute. The whole that whole part, especially when you think about if there is a change in Emma, is that the reason? Well, why in the middle not... instance where she first turns you back on and it, it fails to recognize her voice, you cannot, you can not accept it, which is what I did because I'm like I was just trying to be an obedient little AI, and I was curious to see mm. what would happen. She she doesn't try and reinitialize it again. She just says. Why, she, just she just says, why do I think you're going to help me anyway? Yeah, and that's like, there is an interesting dynamic between them, it's, especially as you, the player, as the AI with Emma. Like, I don't think you're ever given reason to not trust her. But I don't think there she were can those trust moments, you, though. That, like, and, and she makes that implication because, again, you are the, the AI that brought them to Saturn right. that you know shot Josh out of the, the thing right. in your station. But at the same time, like she almost seems like understanding that you're a robot. So it's not like you're making these decisions. Right. It's just something happening to you, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I mean, it, it is a fair deduction. Like you're not going to get if a person at that intelligence level who can go on a space station, isn't going to be morally angry at a machine. They're just going right. to assume it's malfunctioning and, and yeah. fix it. Well, and on that point, like it's kind of like a big takeaway. Like, I don't think of like, like, if you did that, something told this? you to do that, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I keep going back to, like, the idea of observation. So, like, the game is called Observation. The mission, like... That's the, the name of the space the, station. The space station is called Observation. What is the purpose is to take Emma to the point at the time and observe what happens. Yeah. Or I, the green, the, the black goop just wants to observe or, Earth. To Dave's point, that point. <laughs> maybe that's all they want to like, do. I think they want to bring them. <laughs> <laughs> but, like... I wonder if, like, that we're supposed to kind of take away, especially as our actions, you know, we just kind of follow orders, but whether that's kind of almost like a caution. How does the goop get like, on the space station? It hits it, doesn't it? Well, it's whatever the event is, quote unquote, that kind mm. of suddenly the crew is all, like, out of, you know. It's strange to me that she's not more and... thrown off by the fact that there's a talking hexagon. Yeah, there is that, like, she seems very. Well, this version of Emma isn't thrown off. Maybe a different Emma was very thrown by it. This is also true. Hmm. Dude, we, but oh, I wonder if it almost seems like where everything pans out this way. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Like, I almost wonder if it's like we're supposed to take away this idea. It's like this idea of mankind that, you know, we have this desire to kind of figure things out. Maybe things we shouldn't even try to figure out. And like the, the reason mm-hmm. I bring that up is like I was thinking about the hexagon when in my head, I was for some reason, in my head it appeared like a pentagon. Mm-hmm. I was like, if it's a pentagon, I think of when she's like floating up at it at the end. It's like her arms and legs like stretched out, and oh. it's like almost like could this be like humans? Oh, when you think the, about like that? five points of view. Thing? Thank you. Yeah, the Da Vinci. Yeah, the Vinci code. But if it's six sides, that doesn't no, really make any sense. <sighs> Maybe the genitalia. To bring back <laughs> oh my god! But the the game's logo or whatever the art also has a hexagon. Yeah. And you're in the so middle of it. That, would, that, sh- that should have been my, my yeah. thing. What I do. But um. I guess before we start wrapping up, any, so any do you? Th- you do we up? think that, like, the American government was just like, we got the message that something w- wants this person over here at this time, and they're just like, 
Yeah, we're gonna do let's this. Let's do it. We're, let's yeah. do this. I mean, and let's I find out there's why. The, there's that idea of curiosity with humans. Like it's just that it's like let's just do this and f- you know, like especially if you have as a three having a three year old and children. Yeah. It's, it's like, like you, if they, you tell someone not to do something, they're like, I'm gonna do it. It's more than likely. Yeah, it's like, like they'll do things. Like, that, you just put the idea in their head. Like yeah, and it's like even things like they just do things to do them. Just say like, well, what's gonna happen mm-hmm. if I do this? And you know, while we consider like something, a childlike thing, something another parent still had, do that. Something another parent had pointed out to me a long time ago is like, he's like, you have a kid, they're gonna put things in their mouth all the time, and it's like, and you're gonna t- tell them to stop because obviously they're in- introducing germs to their body. But he's like, but we have these senses, and we're gonna explore. Right, we're curious gonna do beings. it. We're gonna explore with all of the senses, and yeah. taste is just one of them. We need to know it, what what does that taste like. Yeah, it's like we we got to try it to figure it out to to see what's gonna happen if we push the envelope that way. So um, anything you guys want to add before we wrap? I mean, I I you know the story is clearly the the star of the yeah. show. This game, I I don't yeah. think the puzzles are particularly bad. I think they're actually quite good. I just think that the game puts too much between you and the puzzle sometimes. At mm. least in my experience. Including how slow the cameras move, stuff like that. But if that's I, I wish there was a little bit more. Um, or they in the options they gave you more control over the camera. Maybe some snapping. I know maybe. you can control the sensitive sensitivity, but if you make, like, if you're trying to up the sensitivity of the cameras, then the sphere is just like way Crazy. too hard to control. They, they don't let you like, d- decide. Um, decide. Like you should be able to control the two yeah. on two separate sliders. That's too bad. Yeah. My problem is there's no platinum. There's no platinum. <laughs> I, found, I just got a trophy where I um, talked to Emma about the plush of the station. Oh, you, I didn't get that one. And she's like, oh, you're famous. That's why. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it was like, I'm famous is the trophy or something like that. But, I, I mean, you know, story is definitely <laughs> the star of the show. If you can pull through for the story, do it. It sounds like I missed out on a good amount of thinking. Mm. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. mm. What about you, Doug? I thought it was pretty good. You know, I mean, as soon as there was like, she's like, oh, there's a station that looks just like us. I was like, I'm like, there's multiple timelines all in one place. <laughs> like, as soon as I, I was like, <laughs> like, did you have a like, uh, <laughs> reverse castle vibe when that happened? Um, a little bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ooh. But I was like, but I'm like, I'm like, she didn't go there, but like my brain went there like immediately. Yeah. I was like, mm. she was like, that's strange that they would have to. I guess we're not the only one. They told me it was unique. I'm like, because it is unique in your timeline. I was like, huh? <laughs> That's also funny. interesting to think that each timeline decided to do the same thing. Of course, yeah. Of course not. I mean, like, they all. The, and they, the, hex, the hexagon is very convincing. Well, see, but even though I think it's like, if you think there's infinite timelines, it's like they don't all end up in there, but, but there's six a of bunch them that do. did. Well, it's it's, even, it's a no, lot because it, eventually lot. they <laughs> zoom out and you can see like at least like twenty three. I like oh. to go with the number twenty three. Well, the there's even like in the scene where you're on um the when you're on the planet and they play out with the different hexagons. You can see there's t- there's hundreds, wow, okay. hundreds of Emmas. But again, when you're thinking about the idea of infinity, like there should be almost infinite. She might those. be the perfect anyway. person. Maybe that's her DNA. It's perfect. Well, whatever I don't know about that. But perfect for molding. Giggling. Anyway, um, I I really really like this game. Um, I I definitely agree that the there was no hand holding, and then at times like it got in the way of really just feeling immersed and engrossed in the story. But when I compare that to how I felt playing it, like just even the way this game looks, like a lot of the developers are actually were on the team that made um, 
alien isolation. And oh. I was like, oh, that makes sense. Dude, that's uh, a friend of mine is yeah. streaming that right now, and I was talking about oh, the observation, God. and I did not realize. Yeah, it's it's like got that both kind of like faux. It's almost like lo-fi aesthetic, but yet it's technologically advanced. Yeah. And I, I'm always a sucker for games with infinite like loopings and timelines. And I just I was super super impressed with just the type. It is this nice little contained story mm. that push these different parts of my brain and i know like it's it's kind of a hard sci-fi thriller mm-hmm. which is not necessarily like a super popular not, it's not everyone's story. cup of tea i like sci-fi yeah. thrillers but uh, yeah same thing. i love a good sci-fi because being thriller. on a space and, like, station they nailed that they nailed that feeling of like yeah isolation like, and, that was a, and oh god if i screw up once she's dead and i i think really like when you think about all the pieces like it is a very small game it is got puzzles and like the acting you know the acting is pretty solid like I, this was a game i kept thinking as i was playing it's like when i take a look at all these individual pieces like they're good but there's when they're all together the impact i felt was almost greater than the sum of the parts yeah i would say like, like the gameplay is like the weakest part of the yeah. of the story because like the, yeah. the experience is a lot better than the gameplay but see like even but i i always kind of came personally for me like the gameplay parts of it although i d- identify them as weak it was like I still felt they were like that's still immersive. sufficient. Yeah, I mean, it gets it the point across, but I felt like I didn't like. Oh, what did AI do this? Like, I was like, oh, like I need to do this menial task because that's what I need to do to keep the station online. Yeah. So, like, I think uh, if I say like observation is final final words. Observation is I think greater than the sum of its parts. I I think. Katana Zero is still my oh. my fave of this twenty five, but I think this is gonna be guys. When's it? I really like this. Out? I know, right? But I think this is gonna be flirting with my top three when Got we're it. done with this twenty five, oh. unless some real gems come down mm-hmm. the line. Uh, Dan, final word. I, like I said, the gameplay is not the star, but it's definitely it definitely tries to tell part of the story, and and it, you know, maybe the limitations of machines. I don't know, but the gameplay is not machines. the star. I will say that. That's oh. my final word, Dave. It's different. I like it. <laughs> it's different. I like it. <laughs> Last podcast we had were my favorite moment. I literally almost like drove my car off the road. It's like, will you play the next shot? Hey, Dave goes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but what's not maybe. maybe is it's the end of the podcast where we do the trivial taste maker. Trivial taste maker singing the blues, baby. Scoreboard update. Uh, is the status quo as usual? Dave one, mm-hmm. Mark zero, Dan zero. Oh. Well, uh, but it's Dave's tastemaker tonight, and I, Dave. Yeah. Okay. Dave well, gave us homework, this? listener, and okay, you know how I much I love homework, homework because I didn't want you guys to have to do this on the spot too much, right? Well, so uh-huh. it's football. It's secretly Dan and I were complaining. It's like Dave has now found a way <laughs> to make us do work yeah, for like, the tastemaker. I don't look forward to his tastemakers because now they're my tastemakers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dave, yeah. let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's it's do all about now. entertainment value, boys. Bam, bam. Ooh. Snap, snap. Somebody's got to do some homework. <laughs> it's not going to be me. <laughs> hey, I came up with this. You so, did. anyway, I was thinking it's football season. Um, it is football season. Wait, I, gotta, I didn't even notice. Spoilers. <laughs> as we're playing this, the first game I saw a stat earlier. First three drives for Green Bay, negative 12 yards. You Oh, this no. is going to be funny because this game will be two weeks old by the time my this kicker, Mason Crosby, 
Yeah. Green Bay is now winning seven to three. Oh my god, guys, we are literally recording this podcast. If you keep talking about sports, I'm gonna just okay, sign sorry. Off. Okay. So anyway, I was thinking about back when I still played games like Madden, right? I would always love to make my own franchise. Okay. And yeah. I had a lot of like rules that I would follow in my head mentally. Like I wanted to come up with names that felt that meant something. Like maybe like because I like the, the idea of the New York Giants. They're big men. So I'd be like, I'm making the rhinos. You don't want to fight us, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. You don't want to like the- fight <laughs> us. <laughs> you know, things like that. Like, Because, you know, yeah. it's in similar veins to, like, the Rams or whatever. Like, And then I would start thinking about the colors, and I wouldn't want to repeat the same color scheme that already exists on an NFL team or whatever. Right. And so I wanted to do this to you guys. I, okay. I have tasked you guys to come up with one hockey team one baseball team, one basketball team, and one football team. Just the, and I want you to come up with the test you to come up with the names of the clubs with these provisions. And I wanted one team that has a vehicle name, one team that is like an element. vehicle slash group. You you changed. Yes, you gave us a little I wanted more to get because like how many vehicles are there? A you know, broader. Like, there's a lot of vehicles. You know, Submarines. <laughs> is that what you came oh up my with? God. Nope. <laughs> anyway, one element slash natural disaster. I. Like the flames, lightning, hurricanes, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, what else did I say? I one, one mythical slash supernatural style, like yeah. the Giants, Vikings, Wizards, right? Right, and one animal team. So I want to hear, Dan, what was your hockey team and why? My hockey team was <laughs> the Brooklyn Frostbite. Okay. Because I think that's an awesome name. Okay. Uh, the color scheme is white. Sky blue with navy accents, just as a forward. So it's like, so it's kind of like Toronto Maple Leafs, but a little bit different. Well, so my colors, the way they always will work will be the first color is the primary color. Mm -hmm. You'll see probably Mm -hmm. the base, like the biggest color on the jersey. I don't like anything about what's happening. Sky blue, which is the second color, will be the secondary most (laughs) prominent color, and then I will have an accent color. So I think, I think, okay. That's fine. It's cool. I like it. Keep right. going. Awesome. The logo is a frozen hand grasping a hockey puck on a crest. Okay. 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 <laughs> right. Mark. Mark. What was your hockey team? So does mine have to be better according to you? Is yes. That's how this game works. Yes. Okay. Um, Basically, my my hockey team is the Dakota Dust Storms. The Dust Storms. They're, oh, they represent see. both North Dakota and South Dakota. <laughs> both Dakotas. The Dakotas. <laughs> and I feel we don't give enough appreciation to the Dust Bowl of the 1920s, it's got... which particularly hurt the Midwest. <laughs> it was very difficult. Never forget the Dust Bowl. We know. Don't forget the Dust Bowl. So now Do a you dust think storm. that you would be like rubbing it in their their faces yeah like hey no they changed they turned a challenge into a strike because it wouldn't be so like uh, some new orleans team the, being like the katrinas and also to be honest oh if you grew up during the dust bowl you're probably dead the, mm, they're cashing in on a thing that mm. shaped their a historical their period yeah. that really cemented the backbone right. of america mm-hmm. uh the logo is a, a cloud of, it's a brown cloud, and it's making like an angry face. It's like really <laughs> treacherous. Mm, I'm so mad at and dust the colors, me. obviously, you know, it's the New York Jets, my my favorite sports team. Uh, they recently unveiled new uniforms, and the colors it's just green, white, and black. But they had like fun, cool color like names. So it was like spotlight white, 
in Gotham green. Oh. So mine's poopy brown. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> it really to accentuate the poopiness of the oh, dust cloud. Oh, mm-hmm. And I think for accent colors, I'm picturing it's mostly a brown jersey, but then you have slashes of white and black, mm-hmm. signifying the turmoil that was occurring during the the dust storm. Man, I actually think that Mark did well here. I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't he, know. Did, he did do well. I'm yeah. I'm I'm going to give it to Dan though. Oh, I, sure. I, I prefer I prefer the Brooklyn Frostbite. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate the work that you made. You know what? This isn't not going to be a binary thing, okay? Dan, one. D- correction. Mark, you are going, you are guys getting points. Dan got an, uh, out of ten. He got seven, and you got six. Oh. I'm going to oh. add this up, and then we'll see who comes up on top. Did, All right, did, this is did a you just? You just thought. Did, of this no, I thought about this earlier. <laughs> okay. I thought about this earlier, and I forgot that I was going to oh. do that. All right, cool. Because mm. I did homework. He came over the point. I'm looking at my homework right here, baby. <laughs> we both have spreadsheets. Yeah, I have a pad <laughs> thing up. All right. So Dan, seven, Mark, six. What's our next sport? Uh, we're going to go with baseball. baseball. The thing that I think we know baseball. the least of. Mark, Dan um, would know the most about baseball. I, I, I love think. baseball. He loves baseball. It could be like... Roger Clemens and succeed, mm. you know, which is mind-boggling. He's a he's a pitcher. Um, I came up with the Cleveland Centaurs. Centaurs. Yeah. So that's your, this is your uh, this is your mythical creature. That's correct. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I actually did an animal just for forewarning here. Oh boy. Um, we'll see if I that. I might have. Two. It is my hurts your points. It's, I, have, <laughs> I think I have two natural <laughs> problems. Well, anyway. Um, like the frostbite being in the first one. Yes. He didn't follow the rules, Dave. Oh. I mean, I think it's relevant that I didn't follow the rules. <laughs> okay, I, okay. I only just realized I didn't. I was like, animal. Oh. <laughs> um, a centaur it, this is, is an logo. animal. <laughs> a centaur wearing a baseball cap and holding a bat, looking real ba. That's that's the logo. Okay. Um, it's looking like real. He's, he's like, you don't want to. Uh, all right, Mr. Centaur. I get it. You're going to play baseball mm. with my head. Um, the color scheme, also BA, black, red with bronze accents. I appreciate so, that you went with um, uh, almost. Um, almost bulls. Almost, not. N- not almost bulls, but like that. It's the Cleveland Centaurs. They both start with C, but we. Ah. This is not alliteration. No, it's or, visual alliteration. <laughs> yeah, visual alliteration, and uh, yeah. you can do I appreciate some sort that of too, Dan. Uh, th- you appreciate that? Thank spread. you, Mark. <laughs> I'm just trying to be um, a supportive. And that's the Cleveland Centaurs. They're the the most winningest team in my uh, fantasy baseball world mm-hmm. because they're the only team in it. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, can't really beat them. Okay. Because they don't have any competition. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, Centaurs was one of my earliest fantasy team names, mm. by the way. So it's uh, it it means Ooh. something to you. Play with this heartstrings. Yeah, yeah but still, but still, I'm only giving it a four. I don't like your description. Got and it. <laughs> no, that's fine. Cool. Not even gonna wait for Mark to do his. Go on. Stand yeah. four. <laughs> All right. Well, so here's the thing about this one. Okay. I came up with the idea and I liked it so much. And then I was like, I threw it out. I put, I put it under the category of animal because humans are animals. Wow. Humans, <laughs> humans are animals. Is that what you said? Humans are animals. So my baseball team is the Spokane Sergios. Whoa. Like some a, guy named Sergio. I have a friend named Sergio. What's up, Sergio? Which is a direct reference to a, one of my favorite SNL skits featuring John Hamm. 
and he plays a the saxophone guy. The saxophone guy. <laughs> it is a skit involving um, wow. Andy Samberg, and he pisses off a gentleman. Dave, to give you a and nine. You might as, as well. a curse for being a jerk, this gentleman who is very attractive in no shirt plays the saxophone in all these inappropriate times in his life. And I felt that didn't get enough play in society. So I, I needed a team based around <laughs> All of these are underdog stories. These are in the underdog story. Alliteration. Well, he, he, he gets shot down, but he keeps popping back up when you don't expect it. Got it. So the logo would be the classic John Hamm, uh, mid, mid-waist upward, no shirt, suspenders with the saxophone blowing into it, and possibly a little reddishness in the cheeks because he's really giving force really to the blow. Really flooring that saxophone. And... Let's be honest. Baseball is the worst sport. I hate because you. Because there's, there's too many games. It's not interesting. I, I so don't understand. So what could we bring to the uniforms to really bring out some pizzazz to watching them 182 I'm games a year? So I thought what would be interesting for the universe is let's do something different I, that we don't see a I lot. Please, please, please say suspenders. Suspenders will be a must. Okay. I'm thinking for, you know, obviously you need the white for when you're home. But for a white, I was thinking thinking of the logo and the the mascot let's make it flesh tone mark and <laughs> you're basically shirts for skins every game they are the skins with the suspenders but then we also have drawn facial not facial chestal Pl- hair plumage of down hair? there needs to be some some hintage of plumage you're the yankees that is they have pinstripes but the spokane sergios have they have hair. plumage yeah. come on this is i think that would really I couldn't care less about the sport. I would watch those men oh. throw throw that ball. The, the, I am the getting nickname? destroyed by the Spokane Sergios right now. It's like, um, what are they called? What's the slang term for baseball? Are you serious? The stitch the, ball? The, <laughs> what is that? I think it's just the baseball mark. I don't know if there's well, whatever it is. That's, that's not my the not pigskin. Not pigskin. The not pigskin. Yeah, that's my baseball goat team. Goat skin. Sure. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna give you a seven for the Spokane Sergio. Wow, that's a solid uh, ten. Eh, I have a ten. Oh, Come on, Sergio. I know. I'm just saying. You gotta watch that skit then. I I know the skit. <laughs> <laughs> I hate my. Okay, half halftime. Dan eleven. You Mark bluffed 13. so hard pre-pod. Bluff. You were like, I don't know if my teams are good, dude. That's an amazing team. Thank you. I was I wasn't sure it was amazing. Um, I thought Dave's gonna be like you a get offended when I said you bluffed because you didn't realize what I meant. <laughs> no, I wasn't sure if you were like. How dare you I, say I bluff? I am bluff. Anyway, all right, next sport. Uh, Step up your game. This Damn. is a long podcast. Boring team. Here we go. The Philadelphia oh, Funnels. Is this your funnels? Is this your basketball team? This is my basketball team. The Philadelphia Funnels. Are they always dropping buckets? I like this already. Keep going. It's, it's, Are they drinking? It's a funnel <laughs> like a typhoon, in parentheses. Which oh, is, a funnel. Which features a basketball flying out of the center, screaming, woo! And, mm-hmm. it's on, you know, mm-hmm. that's the logo. <laughs> it's screaming, woo? Yeah. It's, <laughs> you know, it's flying out of the center because they're having a great time. And the colors are not really funnel related, but I like them. I just like the way they... I think they're going to stand out on the, on the uh, court of on best court. Kate Paul. Uh, mm-hmm. It's black primary color with it, white with like uh, you know. I can I, see it. And then the green well, accents, like green. Okay. Trim, you know, mint. So mint green. Mint green. So mint not green the Dallas trim. Stars, but like, okay. Yeah, and maybe like a charcoal black, like not really. Okay. You know, three three three, not zero zero zero. Hex. Gotcha. 
you know. He mentioned Hex, Steve. I did. <laughs> I said my concerns. I some CSS <laughs> there. But, you know, they're, they, it's the, not quite, not, uh, not quite a twister, but like those things you see, like the leaves. Sure. You know, when you're like, when you're This is kind of like, so this isn't intimidating your, your opponent. You're like, this is just like kind of like a blustery wind well, that you have to worry about. Well, when you're a kid, you think those are like baby twisters that are about to start near you. You're like, yeah. oh man, we're about uh, to get sucked up in a twister. It's just it's, a funnel. It's that feeling as an adult. Okay, mm. not quite it's a vortex. Like us an adult. Not quite a vortex, but it's definitely a threatening-looking thing. Mm. It might not be threatening. You wouldn't want to be caught. You I'm gonna give you. Caught. I hear what you're saying. I was gonna go with a five for how non-threatening it is, but because of the woohoo, I'm gonna bump it up to a six. Ah, nice, Dan. Got nailed it. Thank goodness. It's the woohoo. It's always the woohoo, right. Mark. All My right. basketball team, woohoo. Um. <laughs> I don't understand why this hasn't happened to this city yet. So I, I just saw the opportunity. This is my super natural, and I had to go for it. My basketball team is the Phoenix Phoenixes. <laughs> I was wondering if somebody was going to pull this up. You're absolutely right. All the branding teams in Phoenix are like smacking their heads right now. Like, oh my God. <laughs> why are we the Coyotes? Dinosaur machines so, have done it. Why are we, we just the leave. Suns? <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Why would you be the sunny suns? Everyone's got the sun. Why do we think we own it? Well, so I wanted to take this duality mm. thought forward. So the logo would be two phoenixes, obviously. <laughs> and giving What's the birds, the I don't know the if they have fists. I want the bird equivalent of a fist bump. A talon? So if you think of talon the two, it's a, a talon, that's a kiss. A talon that's high a five, bird if kiss. you will. Talent five. So it's like the two of them standing and then the wings are coming together because it's the Phoenix Phoenixes. Mm-hmm. And then this is also taken with the colors. Obviously, Phoenix red is the primary color. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking two shades of red, one lighter, one darker, and they kind of swoosh together. Mm. I don't know what the hex value is of a swoosh. Mm, sure. That's kinda, that's but kinda... it's kind of like um, if you think of the... This sounds like an eyesore on the court, but continue. Well, let, let me... Let me <laughs> Um, what is the, um, what is that hockey team? Isn't there like a hurricane team? The Hurricanes, yeah, Carolina just, Hurricanes. You're doing so great. So think about that, except the two sides. So it's like one sleeve is one color, one sleeve is the other. And then they kind of merge in that one center area. So, I don't think and b- then, basketball jerseys have sleeves. We continue. They don't. Yeah, they don't, well, thing. you know, <laughs> the, the, the arm strap. I don't know basketball, but I know that I could never wear a basketball jersey. Shoulder strap. It showed off too and much then my the arms. bottom of it, obviously, when you think of the lore of the Phoenix, has to rise from the ashes. Mm. So I'm thinking a nice charcoal y, uh, really kind of earth tones near the waistline, possibly into the shorts. Okay. Mm. Mm. That is the Phoenix Phoenix. That's a cool the twist. The Phoenix Phoenixes, I have given a three. A three? Yes, yeah, there's a lot of things I don't like here. There's like, I don't like the color <laughs> scheme, right? I don't like the Phoenix Phoenixes. I don't like that there's already a basketball team in Phoenix. There's a lot of things I don't like here. I'm giving it a three. I just got hosed, Dan. I don't know. I think hose. it's kind of even right now. So it's Four. current scoreboard is 16 to 17. Oh See my what God. I'm saying? I don't. I don't know who. There um, we go. Comes down. Um, comes down. Comes down to football. Comes down mm. to football, and that's I've put the most <laughs> effort I think into the football team. Mm. Fantastic. Um, okay, so we have the Kansas Steamrollers. And Kansas Steamrollers. I made this okay. logo specifically 
around your uh, uh, me thinking you might want to own this lo- this jersey because of this logo. Can I ask a question? Go on. What's the history of Kansas and steamrollers? Nothing, but it's an awesome thing for a football player. So to would you say it's be... really inauth- it's really inauthentic to the area where it comes from? I would from? say you're being really inauthentic and trying to take me I'm down. I'm just wondering I'm about would the would the the area embrace this kind of? I think that anyway. I think that any football player wants. I think to a be... midwestern city would find some sort of blue collarness to go along with uh, the wow. steamrollers. So I think he said it. He's absolutely right. There's there's more hardworking people all over the country, especially in Kansas. Interesting. And Continue that's why they would appreciate having the steamrollers you. represent their football team because the steamrollers are a logo that features a football player running with the ball. You know, he's got the arm out and the ball and tucked safely in his What do you call that bosom. maneuver, Dan? That is a rush. I am not done. <laughs> and his lower half is, is a steamroller. That's it. So like he's so he's oh he's, so he has no legs. He's he the steamroller, but he's like already he's going and mm, be mm. it slow or fast, he will mm. get there uninterrupted. There mm. being the end zone where the football is to end up, and then he places it on the pedestal at which mm. the victory is had. That's football. Can- um, the Kansas steamrollers. Okay. Yes. So the colors are hunter green, like a really thick green, and I didn't want to do this. But it's basically white and and like silver. But I really so. thought like you need like like so the helmet on the thing. So the, on the so the eagles. Oh, is that the case? <laughs> Hunter green, white and silver. It's called a pigskin. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> the that's them. Uh, uh, I just find it interesting because my football team went of somewhat similar direction, so I felt I needed to get defensive. Yeah, we well, got the bulldozers or the. What you, my football team is targeting on the same because yours was the Kansas steamrollers. Yeah, the Kansas yeah. the Kansas steamrollers. Mine is a city in Kansas. What were the odds? My football team is the Topeka Wheat Whackers. I really thought about Kansas and its lush history and all the things that, you know, I I don't want to brag, but I I like to think of myself very high in the common man rankings. Mm -hmm. The common Uh, man rankings? I I don't show off. (laughs) I like to think I'm just an average Joe. As you show off. And so this team really spoke to me as people who, you know, just work grind in day in, day out in the fields providing this world with wheat mm. which i think is important so the wheat whackers mm-hmm. the logo would be a farmer i like to think you're a traditional farmer with the red checkered shirt and blue overalls with the hat mm. but in his hand he's brandishing a fistful of wheat that is lashing out and almost like a like kind of nice i was thinking more like a zero from Mega Man sword slash okay. If you think, if you will, wow. like this kind of almost mm. like a sonic boom. Okay, out. I understand. Color wise, um, color wise, I like the Saints gold because yes. I think it is important for the wheat, the the waving wheat, short small sweet, as yep. the musical Oklahoma explains. Um, but then obviously the Saints have the gold and they're white and black, so I need to mix it up a little bit. So I was thinking red when you're thinking of the beating sun and the and the passion mm-hmm. that they have for it. So. I would so like the, like the 49ers. We're gonna go red and gold. Ooh, this, crap! The I didn't, football I didn't team. Think about that. The football team is a yeah, hard category. Let's say the inverse <laughs> of the 49ers. So okay. Red helmets. So the primary is the gold. The primary <laughs> is the gold. And they have the red, red numbers. 
is the accents. Okay. Really, really stick it to them. The Wheat Whackers from Topeka. Topeka, Kansas. Man. This is tough. This uh, is yeah. Tough. This is a tough decision. I will say I don't think either of us have blown Dave away. I will mm. say that. I think we're both getting low scores. It's just a matter of which lower The question score. is, is my score two over your score? Right. The, the answer is me. that your score is one below Dan's score because oh. I like the name Steamrollers more than the Wheat Whackers. The colors were weak for both teams. I do appreciate the story for both, but at the end of the day, Dan's going to get this. The silence speaks volumes <laughs> to, the, to, to this moment. I did like... <laughs> it's a little weak when you have to have such a long title for your team. The Wheat Whackers. Wheat Whackers? It's two <laughs> words. Yeah, but, like, imagine, like, that being... 49ers. Imagine... Think... 49ers, they, they make it f- the number four nine-ers. They have a shorthand Is that easier word. to say than Wheat Whackers? I don't think Mark will ever be so impassioned about the word <laughs> Wheat Whackers than he is right now. <laughs> Listeners, this is the Dinosaur Machine Game Club podcast, where each and every other week, three friends who are slowly growing apart over the weeks uh, talk about video games. We do. And nobody things. went for tanks. I'm surprised. That was I feel like an easy. Yeah, um, I was thinking, you know, military. I don't know. Yeah. If you like this podcast, you can <laughs> leave a review on your podcast yeah, service of choice, such as iTunes, SoundCloud, or Spotify. The, Next time the Texas you tanks. listen to this, it will only be two members of the Dinosaur Machines podcast. I will be Where am I going? Burying, oh. burying myself in a pile of wheat. I thought I was getting fired. And I will I slowly like... eat my way through the wheat and then you will be the Kansas sadness wheat as I continue my inability to win Tastemakers. Ever. <laughs> Listen, I want you to know that Mark recently went on a run, and he had a great time on that run. I did have a good run. Yeah. See? I usually, like, on the second lap of the high school, which is 1.1 miles per yeah. lap, uh-huh. I usually stop by, like, the last half. I didn't stop. No, I you kept, kept going. going. You pushed through. But like I still lost the tastemaker. And uh. thus, what was it all for? Dave, we have another podcast of this. But we, we don't do. know where we're playing at. No, fire the machines. Start that steamroller. I will, but hold on, I have to find it. How dare you? How dare the wound I? is still open. You put, <laughs> you put a steamroller in my wound. Okay. What do we still have left on the talk? We have CS Altitude. Mm-hmm. We have... My friend Pedro. Uh, my friend Pedro. We have Delta Rune. Delta Rune. And, and something else. I see. I see. I see what you <laughs> Do you see what I mean? And here it comes. Uh, oh, it's my friend Pedro. Oh, this is going to be bananas. This is a damn pick because it's a shooty shoot. This is a shooty it's a shoot. You playing, shoot. It, on, you playing it on the game. Switch? I'm going to be playing, playing it on, on the Switch. Switch. I already own it. Ready to rock and roll. Can't. My prediction, Dave will not like it because it looks very violent. What? No, but it's not like blood. Dave hates Bloodborne. He, he hates visceral things. But yeah. There's, there's no but like, like, if it's like cartoony enough, I get over it. You know they what I mean? Like, like, like there is that take banana. A, like, take Katana Zero, for example. Katana Zero is quite violent, but it's pixel art and charming. I think this is True. a step above Katana Zero, but still... Yeah, because uh, it looks more realistic. But you're, like, dance shoot fight. Yeah, but you shooting, also have, like, so. bigger pants than you have, like, all, everything else. But your legs look too short. So yeah. You have a banana. Yeah, that I banana. Know, I want to know more about There's the a lot to be... I think there's a lot here, guys. Yeah. Is the banana Pedro? I don't know. No, that's his friend. 
Pedro. Well, next time you listen to it, we will tell you who the banana is and all about it. But that is next time. Until then, you can reach us out to uh, blah, blah, blah. You can reach out to us on Twitter. Uh, we're at Dino underscore machines. I'm at Magrocrack. I'm at Zombie underscore Pirate. And I'm at Dan O'Mac, the general manager for the Kansas Steamrollers. Steam out of here. Goodbye, mm-hmm. listener. We love you. Goodbye. Bye. I still always assumed it was because he was bananas. If I signed no. in and earned a couple of trophies on his account just to throw him off, how mad would he be at me? <laughs> would that be like a cousin friendship ender if, if Dave I'll, took I'll from you that? If you did that, <laughs> I wouldn't find it funny. Oh. And it would legitimately be a fracture in our relationship. That's hard. I wouldn't, legitimately. I wouldn't do that to you. Because you know what this means to me. If that's a, <laughs> And you're yeah. like, I'm going to screw him. That's a... That's one of those things where it's like... I, I know it's important to you. I don't really understand why it's so important to you. But I know it's, it's important to you. It's a big number. It's really big. It's the same it's a as a grown number. person walking up to you in tears and telling you that they need chocolate ice cream right now. And it's like, you need chocolate ice cream? And they're like... Does that happen And they're you? bawling. Like, like, they need it. And the only thing you like laugh at them, like, you don't need chocolate ice cream. No, like, and the, and w- what just happened was I just finished the chocolate ice yeah. cream. <laughs> like, and you're just laughing the whole and time. And you watched me finish. And you don't know what the struggle is, but you don't care. That's the same thing. I, it's like and, this is and Mark's the worst part about it is, I knew they were going to come over here and, and want the chocolate yep. ice cream. You knew. <laughs> you a knew really it. Weird comparison you just made. Well, it fits. Real weird. <laughs> For some reason, it fits. But I'm. Well, anyway, hey, I'm excited to see this uh, happen. I hope you kind of like save a. Vi- can you like save a video? You get, I'm you popping it? it. I'll probably just like take my phone out and just watch. Yeah, because like, when you, you, when you save a video, doing it, PlayStation, it's done. The dialogue yeah, box it's not gonna show comes like up. Menu. It's like big black box of nothingness. It's, yeah. Or maybe I'll run it through my Elgato and I'll get real crazy. You have one. Like, Here it you is. might as well. I do. Might as well.